All right, guys, welcome to the show. Today we got a special show. Uh, going to be a little different. Obviously, you know, there's a lot going on this week, uh, not only in the world of baseball, but also in the world itself, especially along the lines of social change and unrest. We even had a, a game postponed and multiple games postponed across the Major League Baseball. So, again, not trying to make the show political at all, but in my view, if the players feel strong enough that they need to not play a game, then I think I feel strong enough that I can postpone my regular show and give a little short segment on, you know, on, on what I believe and, and, and continuing that conversation that the players started. So if you're not interested, then you can go ahead and I'll have my uh, regular show come out in a couple days. But today I'm, my show is going to basically, you know, surround those issues. So hopefully it's something, you know, you can get something out of. If not, regular shows will be back on Tuesday. So enjoy the show. All right, last Sunday, Jacob Blake was shot in the back by police officers in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was shot seven times while trying to enter his vehicle as they were trying to arrest him. Video of the incident definitely, definitely looks poorly on the police officers. He was in no way a threat to them or a threat to others. Getting in the vehicle doesn't seem to warrant being shot seven times. Um, the Phillies and Nationals decided to postpone. They, the Nationals put out a statement that said the Phillies and Nationals players have collectively decided to postpone tonight's game. We support their decisions to use their platform to call attention to the racial and social injustice that continues to exist in our country. We will continue to stand behind our players and those on the front lines working to generate accountability and real change in our society. So the Nats and Phillies joined 18 other teams in not playing a game this week, postponing their game. It started with the NBA. Milwaukee Bucks decided, hey, we're going to, we need to not play our game, playoff game. And it was followed by uh, pretty much the rest of the NBA. But they joined the WNBA, uh, some teams from the MLS, and not playing. In my opinion, the reason they decided to do this was because sports always seems to be a, a master distraction for everybody. You know, it's a way to get away from the heartache. Tough times going on at home. Think back, you know, think back to when the Saints uh, came back after Hurricane Katrina. It kind of uplifted the city because it was a distraction. It it kept you from realizing how bad things really were. Same thing when the when the Mets came back and played after 9/11. It it created a distraction from what the city was going through. You know, and I, I've felt it on a personal level. I know I've had people around me who have felt it on a personal level. When you're going through something, when you're having a tough time, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever it is, for that two and a half, three hours that sports are happening and you're watching that game and you're cheering for your team, you're distracted from those painful moments. And I think the NBA doing this made the right move. They wanted to make sure there were no distractions. They wanted to make sure that Jacob Blake got his attention. You know, NBA, Major League Baseball, they both decided, let's go ahead and take away the distractions and let's draw some attention to the shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And I will say there were some very, very powerful statements. You know, you looked at what the Dodgers did with Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw, all talking. The Cardinals, you know, Jack Flaherty had a lot to say. But but more importantly, to me, the biggest one was what the Mets, the Mets and the Marlins, I thought what they did was beautiful. Take the field, 
stood moment of silence for 42 seconds in honor of Jackie Robinson. They set the Black Lives Matter t-shirt on the home plate, and then they walked off the field. So not only did they not create a distraction, but they drew even more attention. Okay, I don't know if you saw the interview with Dominic Smith. If you get a chance, look it up. It's it's em- pure emotion, and it's what these players are going through. No, it's not. It's, it's what America is going through right now. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Latino, Asian. It, it doesn't matter. Changes need to be made. And I'm not one to sit here and say I know what, what black players go through. I am part of the majority. I am a white male. Okay, and yes, I know I have had privileges that others haven't based on my skin color and based on be, me being male. I understand that. So I think most people want to know is what can we do next? What can we do to help? And I don't know if anyone has a clear answer to that. I think the answer is change. You know, you can't sit here and deny that racism exists. You cannot deny that. Whether you've witnessed it or not, you you have to understand racism is still alive in the United States of America. Take a look at the idea of Black Lives Matter. Okay, Black Lives Matter is a movement to talk about the injustices and the oppression that black Americans face. And instead of people sitting there saying, yes, I understand what you're saying, I recognize that there are issues, people think it's good to counter it by saying all lives matter. The saying isn't only black lives matter. The saying is black lives matter. Of course all lives matter. Everybody matters. But white people are not oppressed here in the United States. These, sh- these social injustices aren't happening to white people. So take a, take a moment, look in the mirror, and don't try and belittle a movement that is going to help the, the country grow. Yes, all lives matter. Yes, police officers' lives matter. But the reason it's black lives matter is because black lives are being oppressed. Black lives are being treated in a way that is, not, that is against humanity. You know, sometimes you don't you don't understand everything. And, and when Black Lives Matter first came out, I was kind of in that category of why is it Black Lives Matter? Don't other lives matter too? But it's not only Black Lives Matter. You know, I don't know where I read it, but I, I heard someone give an example of Black Lives Matter, of understanding it in this way. If you get a cut on your arm, are you giving everybody a Band-Aid because all arms matter? No, you're taking care of your arm, the one that's hurt, the one that's cut. Well, right now, black lives are being hurt. So we need to find a way to get a Band-Aid to help that community out. And I think what MLB did, what the sports world did as a whole, was a fantastic thing. I think showing that, especially in Major League Baseball, that there wasn't, you know, there wasn't unity. It was just kind of a, it was a chaotic protest. You know, some teams protested Wednesday. Some teams realized, hey, we should have protested yesterday, so instead let's protest Thursday. It was. It was a very unorganized event, which made it even more real. You know, it wasn't planned by Major League Baseball. It wasn't Major League Baseball saying, hey, we're going to shut down. No, it was the players themselves voting, saying, hey, something needs to be said. We're going to refuse to play today. It'd be nice if you could join us. You know, Major League Baseball especially, doing that is a big deal because Major League Baseball is still very predominantly white. If you look at the demographics in baseball, as of 2017, so three years ago, 58% of people, of players in Major League Baseball are white. 32% are Latino. And since 1998, when African Americans were at their high of 25%, 
they've dropped all the way down to currently being at only 7.7%. 7.7% of players in Major League Baseball are black. Yet 20 teams thought it was important enough to take a stand and say, hey, we're going to postpone because this is morally the right thing to do. They all had their reasons. They all wanted to, to make a change. Major League Baseball is is a white-dominated sport right now. And if Major League Baseball can get on the forefront of social change, then great things can happen. Again, I don't know what that change is. I just know if I change my point of view, and if I can convince someone else to change theirs, then we're starting in the right direction. That's all we can really do. You know, they're, they're trying to, to get minorities more involved in management positions. All these are ways I can get the ball rolling. You don't know. Nobody thinks that all police are bad. Nobody thinks that all police are racist. That's not the thought. The thought is, there is still racism. And when it's, you know, when, when you're talking about police, you're thinking of, of leaders of the community. And if they can't find a way to control themselves, to use other tactics, be nonviolent, then why are they in a position of, of authority? You know, one of the big, one of the big problems is, is the idea of, I have a gun, I can use it when I want. It's absurd. There needs to be proper training on when and how. That gun, you know, that police officers have, are there to protect citizens. I don't think anyone's being protected. No, I, in fact, I know. I know no one's being protected by shooting Jacob Blake in the back seven times. That's not protection. That's fear. And quite frankly, it's disgusting. It's ironic that we're talking about this on Jackie Robinson weekend. You know, the Nats decided, hey, we're going to wear number 42 all weekend against the Red Sox, which he, he deserves more in the weekend. He deserves more in the day, especially in where, where our world's at right now. This is a human issue, not a black issue. So I'm, I'm trying to do my part. This is, you know, again, I'm not being political, but I am here to say that if the Nationals feel like it's important enough to not play a baseball game, and to me, it's important enough to delay my podcast for two, my measly old podcast, you know, for two days and send out this message about how I feel about the injustices going on in the United States. I would love to hear your opinions. Again, I'm just a Nats fan. I'm looking to, to communicate with other Nats fans. I want to hear your opinions. Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me the Nats are right. Tell me the Nats are wrong. Tell me why. I want, I want to hear what, what you feel. And, and, and that's from any, any person. You know, my goal with this podcast is to reach diverse, reach a diverse audience. With that said, if you want to call in, you can call in at 305-809-6287. That's 305-809-NATS. You can text that number. It's just a message service. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and end the show here. Again, you can email the show at natsweekly at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Nats Weekly, or you can call in or send a message anytime to 305-809-6287. Phone lines are always open to hear what you got to say. If I've offended anybody with what I've said, I apologize. wasn't my goal to come out and tell you what to believe or what not to believe or what to think or what not to think. I just have a platform, so I chose to use this platform to give my opinion. With that said, I'm going to end the show with, uh, with this right here. Going 1-0 is about more than just baseball. Think about that.